We are at the Briarwood School here. My name is Dan Buck. I'm the director of the lower school. I am so privileged and honored to have two wonderful guests here. I hear Greg Luganis, and I also have Brooke, a fifth grade student here. I'm sure you know who Greg Luganis is, but if not, he is known as the GOAT of diving, having amassed more awards than anyone in the sport, including five Olympic medals. He now brings that same inquisitive nature and passion for peak performance to everything he does as an author, public speaker, dog trainer, and podcast host. He spends his days with his pups, speaking about mental health, peak performance, and more. Greg is currently developing new content to educate, inform, and entertain his legions of existing and new fans. He can be reached through social media at Greg Luganis or through his website, gregluganis.com. I'm going to leave you two to ask questions. Feel free to ask anything between the two of you, and I'm going to turn the monitor over. All you, Brooke. Hi. Hi, Brooke. Well, I just have a few questions for you today because I'm really excited to interview you. I've heard you've won a lot of gold medals. Yeah. Well, I have maybe like 16 questions I want to ask you, but I'm probably going to, you know, probably add them in with you, like okay. with my other questions, a couple. But I've the first question is, where are you from? Where am I from? I was born in San Diego, and I grew up in El Cajon, which is a suburb of San Diego. Oh, that's cool. Did you play any sports there? Yeah, I started dancing and doing acrobatics when I was a year and a half, and I started performing on stage when I was three. I did a tap number and I sang. And then I got a partner and uh, for acrobatics and dance. And then she went into gymnastics and I followed her to gymnastics. And then we had a pool built in our backyard. And uh -huh. so I was trying, uh, we had a diving board and I was trying some of my gymnastics stunts off the diving board at home. And my mother didn't want me to kill myself. So she got me lessons. Uh -huh. So that's how I was about eight years old dead. And so that's how I started in diving. Oh, well, you just answered like most of my questions. Um, <laughs> did it ever feel hard for you, like when you were diving and did you feel like scared or anything? Yeah, I, um, you know, when you're learning and you dive, it's, it's really scary because you don't know what to expect. You know, you're afraid you might smack, the, the biggest fear is smacking on the water because that doesn't feel yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, that's the, you know, kind of biggest fear. Um, so you have to work through that fear, you know, cause you're, when you're learning and you dive, then you do little parts of that dive at lower levels. And then you build your confidence in doing the takeoff the way that you want it to do, to be able to do the more complex dive the new dive. So you, we learn incrementally, you know, we learn layer by layer by layer, just adding a little layer on a little layer on a little layer on and build your confidence so that you kind of conquer your fear. Yeah. So when did you like know that you wanted to go to the Olympics? Well, I 
I kind of found myself at the Olympics when I was 16. So, I mean, I, I was, you know, I was only 16 and I was in training and that was a path that other kind, other people kind of chose for me. And so I was just doing the work. I was just training and doing what I was told to do. And then I made it to the Olympics. Um, so it wasn't really, I, when I was in gymnastics, I loved gymnastics and it was my dream to make the Olympic team in gymnastics, but I never really had that dream in diving. I just, it just happened. Are you happy that you went to the Olympics though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was an incredible experience. Uh, I've, I've been able to travel all over the world go to different countries, experience different cultures and eat different foods. You know, it's it really has been an incredible travel is an incredible education. Do you, I just, I've been wondering this and I know this is about it, but do you have dyslexia? I, I am dyslexic. Um, I didn't know about dyslexia when, when I started school, I start, I stuttered. And so I was in speech therapy. I had difficulty reading. Um, they didn't diagnose anything like that when I was young. It wasn't until I was a freshman in college in my college English class, I was given dyslexia as a vocabulary word. And I read the definition and it's like, oh my God, that's me. I recognized that that was the difficulty that I was having because when I would read, I'd jumble the letters and um, it, was, it was very challenging for me. You know, it, was, it took a lot of energy and a lot of focus to try and even read a, a paragraph. So, um, and I just thought that was normal. You know, and I just thought that the, the other kids were just working so much harder than I was because they're getting it and I wasn't. Oh, well, that that's kind of what happened with me when I was little, but they kind of blamed it on my legally blind eye because I have a legally blind eye. Um, but now I have contacts and glasses and stuff. So that's all OK now. But um I just, I just wanted to know if your dyslexia made you ever feel like that, that made you not want to like do your sports. Like, did that make you want to give up on diving? And actually, it actually had the reverse effect oh. because I, you know, because I could, I could dance, I could dive, I could do gymnastics, I could do these physical things. But when it came to in the classroom and reading books and having to read a chapter of a book, and that, that was a struggle for me. And so at least I had my sports. I had diving, what I could show physically, what I could do. I just didn't have a whole lot of confidence in intellectually, you know, picking up, studying history or, um, you know, social studies or, you know, all, all of the, those things. I had a difficult time when it was a lot of reading. Yeah. So, yeah, but I could, but I could show people that I could do these other things. Yeah. Did other people like make you want to give up or is it just 
did you only focus about your sports and just only you? Well, I pretty much, uh, you know, it because you know my first performance on stage was when I was three. Yeah. You know, that was that was a kick because you know the audience and all and they're applauding and uh, you know and that feels really really good. Yeah. And so I could show people that I could perform. And I, um, and, and so that was very, very rewarding for me. And so, you know, that's the reason why I, you know, I kept going back because it was, you know, it, it was fun. Other people were enjoying it and it was, uh, you know, it, it was a way that I could feel good about myself. Oh, that's nice. I love, I feel like sports is like, that's the thing that makes me me and school is like I love it too but like I just always have to do something I'm always active I just can't stay still for like one moment um, <laughs> so that's why I like to do sports and that's why I'm so excited to interview you today but I actually have one more question because you've been blowing through all these questions so fast um do you have any advice for kid, dyslexic kids today you know, um, I guess my advice would be is, you know, um, don't allow yourself to to make that an excuse for not doing something, mm-hmm. you know, because oftentimes, you know, we say, oh, I'm dyslexic and give up, mm-hmm. you know, but it's important to to push through you know, to see how far we can go. We may not be as good as somebody else at something, but that's okay. You know, but we're, you know, but trying and, and you might find something that you really, really like, you know, because maybe you may be dyslexic, but there are a lot of creative people out there who are dyslexic. There's a lot of athletes out there who are dyslexic. And so not to use that as an excuse, but to to recognize it and give yourself, you know, a pat on the back for doing as much as you're doing. Mm-hmm. I actually, when, before I came to the school, I was like, wow, I wonder if like anybody's going to be dyslexic. And so I came to this school, I'm like, everybody's dyslexic. And I'm like, wow, I'm not the only one. And then in tops, we learn about all the different people who are dyslexic. And I'm like, wow, there's like so much other people that do great things that are dyslexic. So that makes me want to do more great things because I want to be like that. Yeah. The thing that I, that fascinated me is we all can learn, you know, whether you have dyslexia or if you're um, hearing impaired, you know, sight impaired, you know, we all have the ability to learn. It's just that we all might learn just a little differently. So I, I really enjoy trying to figure out how I learn because I did a one man show and I had a lot of dialogue that I had to memorize. And so how I learned was I would read the script into a recorder and listen to the to my recording of me reading the script so I can pull the words and the stories off the page. So there are 
incredibly creative ways to learn. It just, you got to find what works for you. Mm -hmm. Like that kind of reminds me of how I like to do, like I mentioned before, I like to do lots of sports. And that kind of reminds me in track how you have to, you know, like pace yourself and you have to find the right speed for you. So I'm really glad that you said that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's true. I mean, in anything, right? You have to find what works for you. Mm -hmm. yep. Well, I just really want to thank you for letting me interview you today because you're really cool. And now I know all about you. And before I was like, wow, he's like an Olympian and I'm like so nervous. But I'm really excited that I get to interview the real you today. <laughs> yeah. And Olympians are just people too. Yeah. Just like you. Cool. Well, Brooke, you did an awesome job interviewing Rachel Gaines. Thank you so much for being here today. We really appreciate your time. Um, till next time at Briarwood Kids Ask. See you next time at Briarwood School. Thank you very much. And until next time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.